Hello and welcome to the Talking Children podcast, a podcast for parents, caregivers and educators who want to be empowered with the latest knowledge in the field of children's communication development. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Verdon Pedemont. If you want to support the children in your life to become the best communicators they possibly can and create this essential foundation for all of their future learning, then you're in the right place. So let's get started. Welcome to episode two of the Talking Children podcast. Today's episode is an overview of how children learn to communicate in the first few years of their lives. This episode will give you a foundation for understanding children's communication development that you can use as a platform to build upon all of the topics that we'll cover in future episodes. The ability to communicate is really the fabric of what makes us human. It's the means by which we express every part of ourselves, from our most basic needs, such as requesting food or warmth, to our most complex thoughts, beliefs and expressions of our individual personalities. Children rapidly develop their ability to communicate in the first few years of their lives, starting from the moment they are born. There are two main factors at play in children's language development, and these are often referred to as nature and nurture. Nature in this case refers to an individual's brain and body and the way it works. This is the way that the child is born and it it can be impacted upon by genetics and the physical development of the brain and body structures as they grow. And so nature, that is the way that the brain and the body are developed, will impact whether a child develops language typically or atypically. Nurture, on the other hand, refers to the environment in which a child is raised and is exposed to language. Nurturing children's communication environment is the focus of this podcast. What we sometimes fall into the trap of thinking is that language acquisition kind of just magically happens, that a child grows their language in the same way as they might grow their bones, and it's just a natural part of the process. But in fact, that's not true at all. Children's language output is a direct result of their language input. So, for example, if, heaven forbid, a child was locked away in a room for the first six years of their life and nobody spoke to them and they never heard language or uh, interacted with anybody, then when you open that door at six years of age, they wouldn't have any language because no language has been laid down on their brain. Essentially, their brain is born as a blank slate, except for some language development that does actually start happening in the womb. And I'll link to some research on that in the show notes. So... If children's language output is a direct result of their input, then really the most important players of their life in terms of language acquisition are the people providing that input, which are you out there who are listening to this podcast. Children learn language from their environment. They listen to the people in their environment talking and they learn how sounds and words and phrases make meaning. They observe how language is used to interact with other people and they imitate what they see and then apply it to their own lives. Communication development is heavily influenced by culture, meaning that different cultures take different approaches to supporting the children to become strong communicators. So it's important for me to state that in this podcast, I'm presenting from the perspective of an English speaker from a Western cultural background. And that's really going to influence everything that I'm talking about, language development. And so different cultures may view these things differently. (music) 
The research tells us that children don't effectively learn to communicate from one-way modes of exposure to language, such as radio or television. The key to learning language is interaction. Children need a two-way back-and-forth talking experience to really learn language. Research also shows us that children who hear more words in the very earliest years of their lives go on to have significantly larger vocabularies and enhanced language abilities as they get older. This highlights just how important the main caregivers in a child's life are in having a huge impact on their later language and learning. The best part about this finding is that it doesn't require parents or caregivers to have expensive resources, high-tech training or specialist knowledge of the science of communication development. The best thing you can do is talk. Children need lots and lots of opportunity to hear language so that they can learn how it works and how to use it themselves. Interact with your child and have fun with it. Now it's important for me to note that the research I'm referring to has mostly been undertaken on what are called typically developing children. That is, children who don't have a diagnosis of a developmental language disorder, autism spectrum disorder or any other developmental difference that might impact upon their language development. However, I will say the principles of supporting language development that we will discuss on this podcast are still relevant to all children regardless of where they are on their language learning journey. Giving children rich exposure to lots and lots of language is only ever going to help a child. The more they hear, the more opportunity they have to learn. As we go through the specific topics on children's language development, I'll unpack how strategies can be modified for individual children with varying communication styles and abilities. Now for each episode, I'll give you some take-home tips to apply what I have talked about into your everyday interactions with children. For today's take-home tips, I have a simple three-step mantra to support children's communication development, and that is talk, read, play. Number one, talk. Talk to your child all day, every day from birth. Not only will this create a really strong bond with your child, it will also provide them with a strong model for language learning. The more language they hear, the more chance they get to learn how language works and to understand what's being said. Talk to your child and not just around your child. It's not enough for them to just hear language in their environment. They need to be a part of the language exchange. Treat them as valued communication partners, even if you're not quite sure what they're trying to say back. The richer the input they receive, the better their language output will be. We know this from the research. You can talk about anything that's happening in the moment. Even just narrating the most simple, boring activities in your daily life is entertaining for a child. They love to hear language and they love to be included in your life. And this will give the child the chance to learn the names of familiar objects in the home and in the environment and to learn the names of actions that you do on a daily basis. And we'll unpack this step a lot more uh, in a future episode, which is language stimulation for toddlers. The second key word in this mantra is read. Read with your child every single day and it's never too early to start. Read to your child from birth. Did you know a study of over 2,300 Australian children looked at the impact of parent-child book reading between the age of 0 to 1 years and whether or not this impacted upon their vocabulary development, so how many words they knew? The study found that children who were read to for less than 10 minutes per day in the first year of their life were two and a half times more likely 
to have a smaller vocabulary between four and five years, so around the age that they're starting school. Nearly a quarter of the children who were read to for less than 10 minutes a day had significantly smaller vocabularies when they started school, whereas only 8% of those who were read to for more than 10 minutes per day had small vocabularies. So you can see how important reading to your child from a really young age, like birth, is to make a big difference in their language development. Even if you aren't a confident reader yourself, you can still enjoy books with babies and young children by looking at the pictures and chatting about what's happening. The most important thing at this early age is to share a communication experience with a child and to encourage them to develop an interest and love of books. Babies really love books and not only that, they get so much out of it. It's such an important foundation for starting them off on their language journey. Make reading time a fun part of your daily routine and something to really look forward to together. In our busy lives, it can be often hard to share special focused time with our children without any interruptions. So scheduling reading time into the daily routine is a beautiful way to create space for this important interaction with children. Children absolutely love it when grown-ups take the time to sit down with them one-on-one and to give them special attention. Using books as the centrepiece for this interaction is a great way to develop a love of reading from an early age, as story time becomes something that they look forward to each day. In our family, after dinner, we have a nighttime routine of bath, books, bed. It's a great incentive for finishing up bath time and getting our little one excited about heading into bed rather than fighting against it. The wonderful thing about books is you don't need to spend a lot of money to have books available to read. We go to our local library each fortnight and get a new batch of books. It's not only a great way to get free new books, but it's also a really exciting adventure for your child to go and explore the library. Other ways to gather a collection of books for a low cost is to go to your local second-hand store where books are usually super cheap. Another thing I've started doing is suggesting books as presents. Often around birthdays or Christmas time, people will ask you what they can buy your child for a present. A book is a great suggestion and can be a lifelong treasure for a child, especially when someone writes a message inside the front cover. We have books in our collection that have been passed down from cousins and grandparents And reading the old inscriptions in the front makes reading time a really special experience that's being passed down through the generations. If you only have a couple of books available, don't worry. Repeating the same book is actually great for supporting kids' learning. They love repetition and learning to predict what will happen in the books. So just go for it. The third key word in this mantra is play. Research has found that children who engage in more play especially with the support and interaction of an adult, have larger vocabularies. Playing with your child is simple. It doesn't need to be complicated or stressful. You don't need to set up any elaborate games or have any expensive toys. In fact, you don't need to do any planning or organising at all. All you need to do is get down on your child's level, onto the floor or wherever they are, and just follow their lead. Following the children's lead in play is really important, since the very definition of the word play is a joyful activity that's led by the child and that they're motivated to engage in rather than an activity that an adult's just trying to get them to do, which we all know tends to fall flat on its face. It makes sense then, if you're trying to support language development, children will be much more likely to start talking and sharing their ideas when they're participating in an activity that they're actually interested in. 
which means there is much more opportunity for conversations to take place about the play, and this means that children will be using and hearing more language. For very young children, this could mean playing with objects that they appear to be interested in. This could just be household objects that are sitting around, pulling funny faces, blowing raspberries, singing or dancing. Any sort of fun interaction kids absolutely love, especially babies. Toddlers often have excellent ideas for play. They just need a willing participant. Imagine how excited they'll be if you just take 10 minutes to get fully immersed in their play. While playing with a child, be curious. Ask them lots of open-ended questions like, where are we going and what's going to happen now? Let them be the boss and teach you all about their imaginary world. Comment on their actions. For example, if you're outside playing, say, oh, I see you're digging in the sand with the shovel. Or, I love that sandcastle. This can give children the word for what they are doing and help them to add these new words to their vocabulary so they can begin using them themselves when they're playing. So I hope this three-step mantra helps to give you a little starter for how to start engaging with the children in your life and encouraging their language development. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Talking Children podcast. For links to any research cited in this podcast, go to our show notes for episode two at svp-slp.com. The link's in the description for the episode. And don't forget to subscribe so that each new episode will drop into your podcast app. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your friends and family and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also help others to find out about the show by leaving a five-star review in your podcast app. Have a great week and enjoy practicing the talk, read, play mantra with the little ones in your life this week.